We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it's November 20th, it is 2023. We have eight NBA games to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined today by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, it's been a while for me. I know you've been back for a week now. Um, first time we've talked in a couple weeks and we had a nice little catch up before the going live. Want to give TJ a shout out. Grant, a shout-out. Keith, a shout-out. Everyone filling in for me last week. Batteries recharged, my friend. Um, NASCAR season's a drain. It's a long season, and when NASCAR season ends, I like to take a a little bit of a break and um, feel feel a lot better. I was was very burnt out there, so uh, glad to be back. Very happy to be back on the podcast and happy to be back in the NBA daily streets. And uh, Chief, what's happening, my dude? Nothing much, man. I uh, glad to have you back. I think I was out the week before, so we've just kind of missed each other here. And um, so it's I'm I'm doing well, man. I'm I'm so happy and uh, and excited. It's, it's NBA season, so uh, we got a lot of sports going on, and it's it's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, you know, football season is just cruising right along. We got a. Uh, basketball season is cruising right along like this in season tournament we're like 12 games in the season already the in-season tournament's going next thing we know like we got christmas day slate coming up we got thanksgiving football slate a black friday game with my dolphins this week so um busy busy week you know obviously i hope everyone is gonna get to enjoy some time with their family and have some fun um eat a lot of food because i know i am all right um eight games Bear with me if I miss something. I haven't looked at anything in a week. I literally turned off data to every fantasy thing on my phone for the last week, and I have enjoyed not looking at anything. So we get started with Milwaukee at Washington, 244.5 total here. Milwaukee, a nine-point favorite. Uh, Crowder is out for Milwaukee. Davis is questionable for Washington, and Wright is out for Washington. I think Wright matters. We'll talk about that here in just a minute. We'll go Milwaukee first. What do you like here for the Bucks? Well, what I want to do, Steve, is I don't want to ignore Giannis. And I think sometimes this season, because Dame has been there, we've kind of just decided that Dame is really going to take away from a, a lot of what Giannis can do. And while that will be true in certain moments, because Dame will take some shots, as we see from you know, the night before when Giannis plays Dallas, like he's still very capable of putting up monster performances. Now, the last time I took a shot on him was against Charlotte. Obviously that didn't work out uh, a lot because he didn't do much, but look, man, Giannis is still a, a monster. And I think, I think the field is going to be 
avoiding him more than playing him this season. I want to take advantage of that. So Giannis is this is a good spot for him. This is a good spot for this team. We just have to hope that Washington doesn't lose by 30 points because they have been getting blown out frequently or more frequently than I think we would like in in, in NBA season. So uh, I like him. Uh, Dame's been playing great, obviously, too. Um, and, and I think those are just kind of your two main guys. Now, Brooke Lopez, you know, if we can get him back down, Stevie, to, you know, the low, the lower 5K range, I'll be much more excited. Um, but as of right now, it's, it's kind of just Giannis and, and Dane for me. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely want Giannis in games I feel like are going to be super competitive, and I think that's what happened over the weekend in that Dallas game. I don't know how yeah. competitive this game's going to be, and that worries me a little bit. But like you said, ignoring him when you know that he has like 70-point ceiling on any slate um, is, is something to keep in the back of your mind, Lillard as well. The guy that I have the most interest in in Milwaukee is Malik Beasley. So I was looking at numbers, um, you know, trying to catch back up on stuff. Jay Crowder has been out the last three games. Beasley has played 31, 30, and 34 minutes over the last three games. He's had 41, 30, and 17 fantasy points. He's 4,900. Have a lot of interest in him. This is a up pace type of game. You know, Washington plays a lot faster than Milwaukee does. So it's a nice pace up spot here uh, for Milwaukee. And honestly, like Milwaukee already plays pretty fast. So like uh, this is just going to be one of those games. I think Malik Beasley is someone that can score like 20 actual points in this game um, and have a good game. So I really like Beasley. And I think like he doesn't necessarily come out if the game gets out of hand. I think he plays most of the fourth quarter in that type of situation anyway. So um, just someone that I noticed when I was looking at stuff that has been playing really well with Crowder out. And um, with Crowder out for this game already, I think that's something to kind of watch. On the Washington side of things, I mentioned it. Um, Wright's not going to play. He hasn't been playing huge minutes, but he plays enough minutes to definitely mention him being out here. We see from time to time, like Daniel Gafford has some upside. He's 5,300. Um, I think this is an okay spot for him. Jordan Poole forgot just how to play basketball over the offseason. Um he, yeah, I don't even know what to think about him. I think, like, if you're looking at anything here, you're hoping that maybe Kyle Kuzma has a big game. Um, maybe, maybe you look at like a Tyus Jones and hope that he has a big game. But I mean, one of the reasons that I don't love Giannis is I don't think Washington keeps this game particularly close. Yeah, I, I don't think they do either, man. And I'm looking at Stevie. So Jordan Poole is now down to 6,400, and his price has been on a steady decline since the start of the season like and and I, I think that's something to take note of he started at around 8k Stevie and it's just been a decline 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 and his production just has not picked up now do I feel like we're in we're kind of in a situation where I feel like he's starting to get maybe a little bit too cheap he's still going to play 30 plus minutes uh, his efficiency has been terrible hasn't shot the ball well but we do understand this is a guy that can't score the basketball. Steve, if his scoring picks up, at, I mean, every game he's scored 20 or more points, he's been in the mid-30s in terms of fantasy points. If his scoring can pick up, I think this is a guy we thought in this offense would score 20-plus points a game, and that's just not materializing right now. I still think it's coming. Um so, but you know, TBD, but at 6,400, I still think he's worth some shots, even though he hasn't played well. Tyus Jones, 5,600, obviously, he's been playing fine. I don't hate it. The reason I like this matchup for both sides, Stevie, is I've talked about it, and I know you've talked about it as well. Milwaukee is not a defensive juggernaut like they have been, and so Washington should have some spots to hang around. Like, I watched, uh, some of the Charlotte-Milwaukee game. And Milwaukee did pull away a little bit late. But Charlotte was able to hang around most of this game. If Washington could do the same, I think we see some nice performances from these guys. Um, so I, I do want to play Jordan Poole, even though he's been just atrocious. Yeah, I mean, he still has a 27.7% usage rate on the season. Um, he just hasn't done anything with the usage yeah. that he's been getting. I, I mean um you're, you're just waiting patiently for that big game from him um uh, yeah just it just hasn't been great <laughs> i mean that 
He's had a couple like 35 plus point games at 6,400. 35 is not terrible, but you're really just hoping that you get that 45, 50 fantasy point night, 30 actual points. And like he just comes out and he finally shoots, you know, like 12 for 20 and, you know, hits, hits five of his like nine threes or something like that. You know, just hoping for a big night from Jordan Poole. Oh, yeah. Boston at Charlotte, 232.5 total here. Boston, 10-point favorite. They are on the second end of a back-to-back. Cody Martin, Nick Lakina, and Rogier still out for Charlotte. I was looking pre-podcast and did not see anything as far as Boston. Um, I will say, like, Jalen Brown was dealing with a groin injury. So pay attention to maybe someone sitting here. So let's talk Boston first. Great matchup against your um, Hornets here for Boston. Back-to-back, always a little concerning. Uh, what are your thoughts here for Boston? Um, it's a good spot, man. It's going to be a nice pace game. Charlotte's at home, so I'm expecting them to play slightly better. The problem with Boston, man, is I feel like in teams – and and they are playing tonight. And they, they had a fairly tough game, I think, last I checked. It was a pretty tight game at, uh, against Memphis. But uh, on paper, they should win this game. I think I have some interest in Porzingis tonight. And he's 7,800. Like, Charlotte, listen, they've continued to have trouble inside, like, for three, four seasons now. And, and that hasn't changed this season. So I'm interested in Porzingis. And um, if Jalen Brown, not Jalen Brown, sorry, Jason Tatum at 10-2, they got a lot of mouths to feed on this team, Stevie. He's still got, you know, 50-plus point upside. I, I still want to take shots on the big stars against the Hornets in these pace-up games. Unlike Washington, Charlotte is good enough to really keep up with a lot of these teams, especially with Miles Bridges back now. So I, I do want to get some shares of Tatum and Porzingis here. I'm not as interested in Jalen Brown today. He's closer to 8K. Um, I think that's – I don't feel like the 50 to, 50 to 55 point ceilings are going to come as much with him. Uh, so I'm going to let him sit on the shelf. But Tatum and Porzingis, those are kind of my two today in this spot. Yeah, Brown will be interesting to watch. Like you said, this game's really close. There's 17 seconds left. Uh, Boston's up by two over Memphis right now. So, like – potentially overtime um brown's played 34 minutes he was dealing with the groin so i I think it's it's worth noting um al horford doesn't typically play back-to-backs so he potentially sits in this game charlotte's a great matchup for bigs um so i I don't want to speculate but you know maybe luke Cornette plays a few extra minutes in this game um he's really cheap I, it would be interesting to see what their injury report looks like at 1.30 tomorrow. Um, that's what yeah. I'm saying for Boston. Because, I, I mean, if if one or two of these guys sit, like Horford and Brown sit, such a huge uptick to Tatum. Like, it, it, like he becomes so worth it at 10-2. Um, and then, like, Drew at 7-4 becomes playable. Porzingis at 7-8 play, becomes way more playable. Um, so, watching the injury report for Boston, for sure, when it comes out around 1.30 on the East Coast on Monday. Uh, Charlotte yeah. side oh, of things. Boston did win the game, by the way. The game just ended. Yeah, and I mean, we might get some news here with the game ending as well, um, and maybe hopefully that happens um, so we can kind of react to it if it happens. But Charlotte side of this game, no Rogier still. Lonzo Ball, balling out with no Rogier. Over 50 fantasy points in four straight games now. 9,900, tough matchup against Boston. What do you like here for your Hornets? Listen, man, I must say I'm not thrilled about what happened with Miles Bridges in his personal life. It's just terrible stuff. I mean, multiple game suspension. I mean, huge suspension for him. But he is back. Stevie's 5,700. I was wondering how they were going to handle the minutes. Stevie, he came right back. Right out of the gate, yeah. I mean, just in my mind, I thought, oh, he'll play 20 minutes. And I watched the Milwaukee. He played 30 Three minutes. I said, oh, my goodness. He comes back for the Knicks, plays another thing. At 5,700, you got to play him. It's Boston, but, I mean, look, man, I, I, I can't. He was doing this prior to the suspension, and clearly he just stayed in good shape. 
you know, he, he looks like he's ready to go. 5,700, he's probably my favorite play on the team uh, at that price, Steve. I, I just can't ignore the type of production I think we'll get from him at that price. Um, and then, of course, next up, you've got LaMelo. As long as Terry Rozier is out, Steve, LaMelo, I mean, just look at the performances. Last five, four games, 50-plus fantasy points. I can't. I just can't ignore what he's doing with him out. I mean, we've seen Brandon Miller has come into the starting lineup, had a nice game against the Knicks, but he's still a rookie. Like, these vets, and I'll call LaMelo a veteran because he's been on the team since third season now. LaMelo, Bridges, uh, these two guys, man, big-time stuff. Gordon Hayward's been playing great um, in spots. I, I think I leave him out at 6,900, but Mello and Bridges, I mean, I, I think they're great plays today. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, Bridges, he only, in that game uh, the other night against the Knicks, he only had like four fantasy points in garbage time. Like He produced a lot during, throughout the game. So um, coming off the bench, Bridges is, and I think that's actually helping him. He's getting to a lot of usage of that second unit, it looks like. Um, you know, obviously, it's only been two games, so it's it's really tough to kind of judge. But, you know, so far what we've seen with him coming off the bench is, you know, the usage rate has been great. Um, he's sitting at like 20, 20 and a half percent and yeah, it's just absolutely crushing. So, um, Brandon Miller, I think at 5,800 is a little pricey. I don't think we want to get too excited about playing him at that price. Uh, and we should note that like ever since, you know, ever since Bridges has come back, like PJ Washington, who has gotten a little bit of like second team run has not saw the production. He's been shooting terrible. He had a a really bad shooting night against the Knicks. Um, so maybe he bounces back, but uh, just easy, easy to note that like he has struggled a little bit um, usage and, and, you know, shooting wise with bridges back Denver at Detroit two nineteen and a half. Denver eight and a half point favorite, our favorite type of game. Will both teams on a back-to-back uh, we don't have injury reports for this game, obviously. So that's always fun. Um, Duran, did not put it was out Sunday. Um, and then Hayes was out Sunday with a shoulder. So we'll watch and see um if those guys come back or if they're out as well. Let's start with the Denver side first. I mean, this should be a spot. Denver kind of cruises. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I think that the eight and a half line is is really juicy. Um, what are your thoughts when it, when you're looking at Denver here? Yeah, I'm with you, man. Um coming off a tough loss against Cleveland, too. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, they should essentially handle Detroit, and not that Detroit's a, a doesn't have any talent, but you know this team once again, man, they, they're really good. And uh, you've got Jokic who should dominate this matchup. I mean, we're seeing him, Stevie, just put up 60, 70, 80 point performances on the regular right now. Um, just incredible stuff. Mike Porter Jr. 6,800. He's the guy that I actually like in this spot, Stevie. He's taking a fair amount of shots, but getting real active on the glass. Uh, so I, I like what I'm seeing there. I mean, this is a guy, Stevie, in the last five games, I mean, 22 and 9, 17 and 8, 25 and 10, 10 and 5 in the, in the Clippers game, but then 18 and 11 in the Pelicans game. Like, look, he's not getting a lot of 
assists, but he's doing what he should on the glass, and he's scoring points. And at these numbers, Stevie, we're, we're just hoping that he picks up a couple of defensive shots, and we are good to go. So I, I like what I'm seeing here, and uh, this is definitely a guy I want to uh, uh, get some exposure to outside of Jokic. Uh, another guy I think might be okay here, Reggie Jackson, 5K. Stevie playing big minutes, 30 minutes a game pretty much. Um, I think we can see him popping some of these performances. Uh, so at 5K against against Detroit, uh, I don't hate him at all. I like the Michael Porter Jr. call. I wish he was a little bit cheaper. Uh, we've seen some good games from like Aaron Gordon as well. Um, so don't necessarily hate looking at my boy AG, but I, I really think this is a Jokic game. I think Jokic smashes in this game. I think he's one of the top spend-ups on the slate. I, I think this is a spot we see him have a big bounce back. He had a really bad game on Sunday. So I think this is a bounce back spot for Jokic. Um, and like on the Detroit side, I think we, we kind of want to be in. We're, we're definitely interested. We're, we're, we're definitely paying attention to the injury report here. Um, because like it definitely hurts them defensively with Duran potentially not playing and Hayes potentially not playing. Like we saw Toronto just smash them on Sunday when they beat them by, I think it was like 29 or something like that. Um, so we were, we're paying attention to the injury report here. The thing that I, I wanted to note was uh, we'll obviously look at game flow tomorrow. Um, but James Wiseman got a lot of run. He had 24 mm-hmm. minutes. Like even if, you know, obviously some of that was garbage time, but, we want to be watching this. Uh, James James Wiseman at one time was like a huge prospect that like where, where Golden State drafted him in the first round, didn't they? I think he was a first round draft pick. Yeah, I think it was the third pick, third, second or third pick in that draft. Yeah, like so big, big like prospect and just hasn't panned out. But I mean, if Duren's not going to play and he's going to get some extra minutes here, um, it's just something worth noting, right? Like, yeah, obviously we want to check game flow and see – how much of that was garbage time. But like, if it was only like eight minutes of garbage time and we kind of project him to play like 17, 18 minutes here. I mean, I don't think he's crazy at 3,300, um, especially with like Jokic on the other side. And you could potentially see like Stewart or, you know, Bagley get into foul trouble and Wiseman pick up a few extra minutes. So like when you're thinking like large field tournament stuff, James Wiseman is definitely someone I want to look into more here. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you hundred percent. Um, for me with Detroit, man, I, I feel like I got to go to Kate at 7,700. Like this is a guy that's got 50 point upside prices down a little bit. Um, so I like him a ton. I feel like Alec Burks is now priced out. Like I, I've been playing a little bit of Alec Burks, Stevie. He had been producing for me when he was in that, you know, 3k, 4k range, or at low 4k range, mid 4ks. And then he kind of went on a tear for 20 plus 25 plus fantasy points, Stevie for one, two, three, four, five, six. Six games straight, Steve. And now, of course, he's priced up to 5K. I think he's priced out now, especially for the amount of minutes he's playing. Someone that's creeping into the lineup here has been Kevin Knox, Stevie. 24, 29, 31 minutes at 4,700. If they're going to play him, he's taking some shots. I I think he's in in consideration. He played 26 minutes on Sunday, too. Um, So I don't mind that call. Watching the injury report, I think, is one of the big things here with Detroit. Um, you hope the game stays close. I think it's a really good spot for Denver. All right, moving on. We got the Clippers and the Spurs, 228.5 total here. Clippers a seven-point favorite. Boston Jr. and Plumlee out for the Clippers. Uh, Vassell doubtful for San Antonio. We'll start with the Clippers. Uh, has anything changed, Will? Like that's my my first question here. You know, with the four of these guys playing on the court together, you know, we we finally saw James Harden. It was a good game against Houston. It's Houston. I'm not shocked, but we really haven't. I mean, seen too many upside games outside of that Houston game that finally started to click a little bit. It looks like um, since I've been gone. What are your thoughts here on the Clippers? Um, my thoughts are. I don't, I don't like this situation. I feel it. So, see, I, I feel like the only safe play, believe it or not, I know James Harden had this 40-point explosion. Like, that's not going to happen. Westbrook, is, Westbrook now seems to be out in the cold. He said he wanted to come off the bench. I feel like the only safe play, Steve, has really been Paul George. 
He's been yeah. the only guy that's consistently producing. Kawhi had a nice game the other night, but like outside of that, like he's still kind of he's not he doesn't seem to be the the primary option. Now look, he's played played 37 minutes against Houston. That was Houston. He played 38 minutes against Denver. But Paul George still feels like the consistent guy. Now I will say, Steve, you know, to to be fair with Kawhi, he's been very inefficient with shooting. And so, you know, he's been shooting like mid-30s, 35%, 37%. You know, if he gets to that consistent 40-ish percent, 45-ish percent shooting, then we will see an uptick in his production. And I I am anticipating that will come as long as he doesn't get hurt. But all in all, I mean, Paul George is the only person I want to play for this team. That's it. Yeah, like on – I mean, I think Zubak is okay. Um like depending on like what type of value opens up throughout the day, uh, we have a we have a what one two three four five six back to backs, so value is definitely going to open up a little bit. Um, I think Zubak could potentially be okay. The, like the Spurs love using Zach Collins, so like Zubak probably okay for like twenty eight plus minutes in this game. Um, with Plumley out, the minutes are I think secure for Zubac. Like the other guy that I was looking into here. I really like Norman Powell's price at 4,100. You know, we've seen a, a shift in how this team is adjusted over the last three games. And I think we should be noting like they're not closing with Terrence Mann or Russell Westbrook anymore. Like they're closing with Norman Powell. Um, so like when he checks in in the third quarter, the last couple of games, he hasn't come out. So I think Norman Powell is just too cheap at 4,100 for the role that he currently has. I think this is a great spot against San Antonio and you know, 4100 is a fantastic price for a guy that's going to get usage of the second unit in the first half of the game and then get to be, you know, kind of like a role player. When you're on the floor with Kawhi, James Harden, and Paul George, you're going to get some open looks. You're going to get some open shots. Um, so I think Norman Powell at 4100, his role has really shifted. Um, he's kind of stepped into the kind of closing guard type of role. Um, and I think it's something we should be paying attention to here. Um, yeah it's a new situation for the Clippers. Like James Harden being in this rotation is still a new situation and we got to adjust. And I think adjusting to Norman Powell at 4,100 is interesting here. Uh, the Spurs side of this game. I mean, are they, they playing for first pick again next year? <laughs> All right. All right. I, I mean, they, they got a generational, what we perceive to be a generational Dude. talent in the building. They do. Um, I mean, Wimby's gonna be—he's gonna be something. That's for sure. Like this guy, yeah. The the he, the raw talent is there. Like we we've seen it already. What he had eight blocks the other night against Memphis. I saw. Um, it was like on Twitter and stuff. Um, so yeah, just just wild. Um, we know his ceiling in any matchup. If this game's gonna stay close, I think it's Wimby Johnson. I think I, I don't even necessarily hate looking at like a, a Sohan in this game at, at 6K just because like Vassell not likely to play. Uh, I'm so sorry, Stevie. Excuse me. It's okay. um, I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah. Jeremy's been a guy that I've kind of been playing, Stevie. He's been, he was in like this weird upper, mid upper 5K range. And he, so he's a guy I've been playing pretty frequently because they've just kind of had. Guy in, guy out. Trey Jones had been out a little bit. Um, and, you know, Devin, Devin Vassell had been out a little bit. So, you know, just just a guy kind of been playing. If I'm looking at this team, they've also been playing Champagne a little bit. Or, Sham, Sham, yeah, Sham, Champagne, if you will. Uh, but they've been playing Champagne a little. And uh, I don't – he didn't play as many minutes the last game. Branham's another guy they've been playing. But – so start with these with these other guys back. I just don't think they're going to see the same minutes. But Jeremy is definitely going to play. Wimby's going to play. Um, you like you talked about Kelvin Johnson. He's sixty two hundred. I think a sneaky play in this game uh, for me, Stevie, it, are these this odd collection of bench guys. So you got like Jenny <laughs> Osman. Yeah. You got Doug Mc, and like they're three K and four K, and they they've got like. Jenny might have more stable minutes than than McDermott, like in a general sense. And so maybe you take a flyer on them just in case this team gets blown out. 
and maybe maybe Jenny picks up a few more minutes and a few more shots late, and maybe that helps his uh, his fantasy output. I think getting the right one, like figuring out, like there's no figuring it out. It's just playing multiple of these guys and hoping you get the right one. Um, and I know that sounds terrible, but that's how I feel. All right. Miami at Chicago, 210 total. Lowest total that we have on the slate. Miami, a one and a half point favorite. Hampton Hero out for Miami. Chicago is good to go. Um, no Tyler Hero is a huge bump to Jimmy Butler. Um, that is a big, big usage bump for him. I think a guy like uh, Duncan Robinson could see a nice bump here as well. He's 5,900. Oh, he's, he's been crushing. Yeah, he's been playing. Been going, by the way. Yeah, he's been playing great. Um, so Jesus. he's like, Jimmy, you wanted, you wanted Lillard. You got me. Um, what up? Uh, so I think like looking at some of these Miami players are, is okay. The problem that I have is like, this game is going to be slow. I mean, this is two of the slowest paced teams in the league. Um, I just, you worry about the pace of this game just hurting the overall upside of this game. You worry about like defense, like they're both in the top 15 in defensive efficiency. So you just worry about like those factors, I think more than anything else. Um, what are your thoughts here on Miami? Well, um, at some point, Kyle Lowry is going to have a really good game. Don't think it's going to be this one. Kyle Lowry has been a thorn in my side. Oh, Jeez, man. Just wanted to get that out. Pour one out for Kyle Lowry. Um, look, if Duncan Robinson is going to keep shooting this much and shooting this way, Stevie, at 5,900, I mean, listen, we've seen him put up 40-plus fantasy point performances. That was against the Spurs in Charlotte. But even the last game against Chicago, Stevie, 17.7 assists, three rebounds. Like, we're seeing Duncan Robinson score and pick up peripherals. That's not what we're used to with him. We're used to stash Duncan Robinson in the corner, take some three-pointers. You know, you, you make five out of six threes this game, and you still finish with only your points. But the peripherals are there. And if that's the case, like, he's a really good play, even in a slower-paced matchup. So did want to point that out about him. They've been playing the rookie, Ami Jaquez, and uh, he's kind of been all over the place. But the minutes are there. And so at 4,800, I don't hate it. Um, Bamp has kind of been the guy that I've played the most out off this team. He's up to 9,100, but Steve it's worth it. I mean, you look at the performances, he's had some really nice performances, even against Chicago. Uh, only put up 44 fantasy points, and that's not necessarily enough for this strategy. But 24 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, no blocks, no steals. We won't see that too many games from Bam where he just doesn't have any defensive stats. At 9,100, I still think Bam is in play. Yeah, I think Bam, um, like Vooch is a good center. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but Chicago has struggled overall against centers this season. And looking at, I mean, very small sample size, you know, we're only 12, 13 games in the season, but very small sample size, no Tyler Hero. Bam has had the biggest bump. He's averaging 1.37 fantasy points per minute. Uh, so, I mean, that's definitely worth noting. And like you mentioned, Duncan Robinson's just been playing fantastic and his price is catching up, but it still hasn't like fully caught up yet. So I, I think Duncan Robinson, even in a tougher matchup is, is very much in play here on the Chicago side. I mean, again, it's slow paced game, so it's tough, but like you have this like bunching of like Levine, DeRozan, Vooch all in the same price range. So I think if you're like playing like a Bam or a Butler, a Robinson, and you want to play one of these guys, I'm perfectly okay with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> That's really it for me on Chicago. I mean, like, there's going to be times I think you can take shots on Kobe White. I, I don't think this is the game. I know he just had 27 fantasy points against this team in the last game, and I get that. Um, it's just not my favorite spot. I my, my favorite probably Zach Levine. Like, Zach Levine's probably my favorite out of the Chicago Bulls because I, I feel like he has the most ceiling most nights. Yeah. Um, look, man. We, we just need Zach Levine. First of all, Zach Levine made me a lot of money the other night by clearing two and a half three-pointers, Stevie. He hit three three-pointers in what felt like the last quarter of the game. But I think he did hit three in the last quarter. 
but he hit two in the last like 30 seconds. And I needed over two and a half. Clutch, Zach Levine. Thank you. My 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 slip state you that night. But either way, I'm with you. Uh, Zach Levine, Zach Levine definitely has a scoring punch to just I mean explode at any time. Um We've only seen it, I think, maybe once or twice this season. No, twice, I think. One game, Stevie, 51 real points. Another game, I think he was around, yeah, 34. And that was against Orlando. Uh, but once again, we know he's got the scoring chops to get it done. When I look at this team also, I'm starting to feel like Vooch is a better play than DeRozan. And I didn't really feel that way at the beginning of the year, Stevie, but DeRozan's just kind of been rolling at a snail's pace here so far. And as you can see, he's the cheapest out of the bunch. Now, I still think he's got great upside, but Stevie, only 12 shots in a 40-minute game against Miami. 14 shots. Like, he's just, I don't know. Something just seems off to me, and probably because they need to recalibrate this team, and he's, you know, a little older. But I think Levine and, uh, and, uh, and Vooch, are two big plays, and then this is a guy's people. We're going to do him like we did Kevin Love last season. We're just going to keep playing him at this price. Some most nights he's going to end up between 15 and 20, and on those nights where he goes for 30, 40, and 20 minutes, we have him. And that's Andre Drummond. He's he's my pod committed play of the year. As long and he's not going to be that expensive, he's 4,300. I'm committed to playing Andre Drummond on all slates, Stevie. He's the one guy on this team, and we've seen him do it before. 15 minutes, 33 fantasy points. 12 minutes, Stevie, 29 fantasy points. He can absolutely do it in certain spots. I'm pie committed to Andre Drummond for the season. Sacramento at New Orleans. <laughs> 237 total in this game. Sacramento, a one-point favorite. It is a back-to-back for the Kings, New Orleans will be without McCollum, Murphy, and Nance. Alvarado is questionable. Um, we should note that Kevin Herter missed a game on Sunday with a, I think it was a sprained finger. Um, so we'll see if he ends up coming back or not for this one. They ended up beating Dallas too. It was like a 16-point game. So Sabonis, Fox, and Duarte all had really solid games um, on Sunday night. So let's go Kings first here. Fox is back. That's always good. Um, this team rolls so much better with De'Aaron Fox at point guard. Oh, yeah. Let's just be honest. Um, oh, yeah. So glad to see he was back when I was looking at my research earlier. I think if Kevin Herter sits again and Duarte is going to play 30 minutes, um, he's obviously way too cheap. Um, outside of that, I mean, you you obviously you can take shots on Sabonis and Fox. I think this is a good game overall. This is a fast-paced game. I think I probably end up getting more Fox than I do Sabonis. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you could even potentially take a little bit of shots on like Keegan Murray as well. I know he hasn't been playing great, but um, I, yeah, just uh, again, like Duarte is going to be way too cheap if Herder ends up sitting again and he, if he crawls the start again, because I mean, he's 3,100. He went down, he scored 30 plus fantasy points at 3,200, went down. Yeah. Yeah. If Duarte plays, man. Hey, we just we just get him in. So uh I'm with you there. The other thing, Stevie, I do want to talk about Fox. Like to me, Fox is gonna be like an ultimate tournament play all year. Different than Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond is just a cheap play that I'm committed to. But the Aaron Fox, in terms of true upside, Stevie, even at 9,300, it's not enough. Like, look at I mean the Spurs, 69 fantasy points, Lakers 49. Uh, Cleveland, first game back, 42. Lakers, again, 58. Golden State, 55. Stevie, this is this is incredible upside. If anybody else on this slate, Steve, if you count the games, and, yeah, this is game log watching, but out of all the games he's played, one, two, three, four, five, six games, Stevie, over 50 fantasy points in over 50% of the games. One, two, Three, four. Well, I'll give him 50 for the 49.75. Stevie, that's incredible. And he's 9,300. If this was Luca, uh, well, Luca starts out high, but essentially De'Aaron Fox should probably be 10K. I think he's still a little bit too cheap. Like him a ton. Um, Malik Monk is a guy that I've been playing when he was cheaper, not as cheap anymore at 5,900. But in this spot, I still think it's okay against the Pelicans. This should be a competitive game. 
All right. Uh, I really like De'Aaron Fox. I know I mentioned him like in passing, but I, I really, really like De'Aaron Fox today. So everything you said, I copy and paste. Uh, <laughs> New Orleans side of this game. I mean, like, you know, you know, Zion has that ceiling of like 50 plus. He hasn't had like a bunch of ceiling um, games this season. Ingram with Zion out there, his upside is is somewhat capped at 8,900. So like, you look at those two guys and you're like, I mean, those are the two guys I want to play. Maybe I take a shot on like a, a Valanchunas. The guy that really kind of piques my interest, like if we're looking point per dollar and value wise is Dyson Daniels. I think Dyson Daniels is super interesting here at 5,900. I think this is the type of game he could play like 35 plus minutes. Um, and I think Dyson Daniels has a lot of upside um, in this matchup particularly. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think he's the one guy still has some some pretty nice meat on the bone. I like Zion, don't love Zion. Like Ingram, don't love Ingram. I don't really want to play pay, play them at these prices, even against Sacramento. Um, so, yeah, I'm with you. I, I guess I should have just said copy and paste. That's exactly how I feel about this team <laughs> against, against Sacramento for sure. Oh, good old copy and paste. Got to love it, right? Uh, I think oh, – yeah. I think Valanciunas could potentially be a like a, a sneaky solid like six six and a half x type play. I, I mean, it's an eight game slate, so it'd be really interesting to see like if he's popping in like projection models or not. Because if like he's going to be really low owns, I don't mind taking some shots on him and just maybe if you get those extra few points and he outscores some of these guys in this range, kind of play. All right, Knicks and Minnesota, 213.5 total here. Minnesota, a three-and-a-half point favorite. Uh, Fournier and Grimes questionable for New York. McLaughlin out for Minnesota. We'll start here with the Knicks. I mean, Minnesota is still playing great defense. Um, we should start with that. And this is two of the slowest-paced teams in the league. New York dead last in pace so far this season. Is there anything here for the Knicks that you like? Um. I mean, RJ6200, like, he's had some okay games this season, Stevie. Like, at that price, like, I'm I'm probably okay playing him. Um, Mitch Rob is 5,500. He's been okay this season. Like, the minutes are there. I, th- those are the two guys, I think, because Randall's 9K now, and uh, – and Brunch is 8200 Not Not that those prices aren't warranted, but the rest of the team is kind of priced up from, from RJ being out. RJ was out a couple of games with the migraine. So, like, quickly at 56, he's fine. Um, but, you know, I'm not thrilled about DiVincenzo at 5K. He's fine, but he's also priced up from these guys being out. So, I, you know, I, I think Barrett and, and, and Mitch Rob for me are, are my two from the Knicks tonight. Yeah, I don't I don't honestly I don't have a ton of interest in the Knicks overall. Um like if you're playing large field tournaments and you're playing like 150 teams, I think RJ Barrett's always worth a shot. He can go for 40 plus when he's shooting well. Um but yeah, I mean that's it's really it for me. And then even on like the Minnesota side, like as much as I like Anthony Edwards, I think he's like a guy you look at in the you know prop world for like actual points scored. He's had a couple bad games, so like maybe his his point prop is down a little bit in this game, um, but and you just hope he shoots better. It's at 25 and a half projection on prize picks. It's probably right at, right where it should be, so it's not too much of a value. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just overall, one of my least favorite games on the slate. I don't have uh, a ton of interest in this game. I hope this game stays low scoring and no one goes bonkers. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Minnesota... I guess an okay spot for Edwards at the price at 87, like it's come down. Uh, you know, he was up in that 9K range for a little while. I mean, he could score against anybody, but once again, Stevie, you know, they're playing the Knicks. Mike Conley has surprisingly been pretty good, Stevie, um, just, you know, f- for a handful of games here. But like you, I'm not thrilled about this game. Go Bear at 6,900. I think that's worth a shot for the price. I think that's a little bit too cheap, but other than that, I'm 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 good with 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 the uh, Timberwolves. 
I just overall I hate the pace of this game. That that is my biggest problem with this game. Um, overall, I just I hate the pace of this game. All right, last game on the slate. We got Houston at Golden State. It is a back-to-back for Houston. Green and Peyton are out for Golden State. It's 221.5. Golden State, 7.5-point favorite. We'll start here with Houston. What do you like here for the Rockets? Ah, Stevie. Houston against Golden State. Um, I like Fred Vinsley. Now, they're on a back-to-back, but 7,500, man, he's been – Playing really well as of late, Stevie. I mean, really scored the basketball, dialing up the peripherals, especially in the assist category. 7,500, man. He is a great play. Uh, Alperin Sengun, 7,900. This is another guy that could also have a monster game in this spot. Like him, um, those would be my two primary plays that I like the most. And then, of course, you know, if you want to get into the Jabari Smith at 5,600, I don't hate that. Um, you know, he, he, he'll he be just okay. Um, you know, but Van Vliet, Singu, those are my top two. I know I know, Mr. Green, Jalen Green is going to take a bunch of shots. I don't hate him either. But if, but if I'm going with the guys that I like the most, definitely Van Vliet, definitely Singu. Um, shout out to Derek and chat. He says they already said Easton will sit on the back to back for Monday. So, um, no, no Easton in this game and Easton, I mean, he's not playing a ton of minutes, but like a guy like Dylan Brooks maybe gets a few extra minutes. Um, so like, you know, you pay attention to like that. Maybe a guy like just on Tate gets a couple extra minutes. Uh, so I, I mean, they're both pretty cheap. So I don't mind, you know, potentially looking at cheap plays ever. So I like the Van Vliet call. Sengun's always my favorite from Houston. Uh, I think, like, he has the most ceiling and most nights for this team. Him and Jalen Green. On the Golden State side, I wish Chris Paul was a little bit cheaper. We love with Draymond out. We love Chris Paul. But, I mean, he is 7K. I could see him having a a really solid game here. Um, I mean, Wiggins, I think, potentially plays a couple extra minutes with Draymond off the floor. He's still cheap. You know, you always can take shots on Clay. I think Looney will have to play in this game just because, like, they need his size. So I don't think he's the craziest value play, but not my favorite on the slate either. So, I mean, Curry, Clay, Chris Paul, Wiggins, I mean, the four main pieces from Golden State, I think, are the four guys you want to look at. Yeah, absolutely. And Clay Thompson, Stevie, you know, things swirling. Is he broken? Like, what's going on with him? Um, just He's just not shooting the basketball well. He's another one of my efficiency candidates, Stevie. Like, whenever the efficiency kicks in consistently, I think we'll see his fantasy production come back up. Steph Curry has still been the guy, though, Stevie. Like, I mean, man, has had a couple monster games sprinkled in here, 60 points, 57 points, 50 points like this. He's been the guy, and uh, believe it or not, Kevon Looney, 5,500. He's been pretty good as well, Stevie. So this is a spot where I don't mind Looney with Singun's going to be there, have some size. I can plug him in as well. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we will get out of here. As always, appreciate everyone hanging out with us over there on the YouTube chat. Yeezy, Derek, some regulars. Um, thanks, everyone, for the kind words. Glad to be back as well. Uh, favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Who do you got? I think we got some options here. I'm going with Kevin Knox from Detroit. 4,700, like the minutes he's been getting. Let's fire him up. I'm going to go Malik Beasley. The role has been fantastic. Um, I think this is a really good spot for him. Over I eight, we're going Norman Powell in this one. I like Norman Powell. I just I think Malik Beasley uh, with Crowder out is just his consistency and like the upside that he gives us is nice. Yeah, I like Norman Powell as well. I, I think Norman Powell's role is something like I said we we talked about for sure. Uh, over eight K to go under five X. Who's your bust today? Um, man, tough. I mean, bad spot to take him, but I think the price is too much. Give me Brandon Ingram at 8,900. Don't hate it. I'm gonna go Giannis. <laughs> I know it's 
Oh, it's painful, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go Giannis. Um, I get it. it's Washington, man. They could be up thirty at halftime. I just don't think this is a ceiling spot for him, so that's why. Uh, favorite six X play today. Yeah, gonna go to the home team, man. Got gotta be Miles Bridges right now. I think he's still too cheap for the amount of minutes he's playing. I like that. I'm gonna go De'Aaron Fox. I like Fox a lot for that. Yeah. Um, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Obviously, night before, but who do you got? I'm going with Fred Van Vliet. Like him a ton. I uh, definitely think he's a guy that could could put up a nice performance. I'm gonna go James Wiseman again. I want to look a little bit into game flow um, and, and see like was it all garbage time or not. But um, I, I really think this is an interesting spot for Wiseman. I also just want to see him do well. Um, we know the talent is there. Uh, prize picks or actual sports book prop uh, morning grind game. What do you got for us today? Um, if you get, and I think this is where we're going to get him, Stevie. I think we're going to get Fred Van Vliet at 30 and a half in, uh, points, rebounds, and sits. Anywhere between, in my opinion, 29 and a half and 31 and a half, take the over. All right, there you go. Um, so I, I have a two pick on prize picks that I just put in. So I'm going to give both of them and you can tail if you'd like. I'm going to go Zubach more than 18 and a half points and rebounds. He's hit this in four of his last five games. And I'm going to go Malik Beasley over or more than nine and a half points. Uh, so I just locked this in over there for a two pick play night before. And I feel like Zubach's line might move. I don't know if Malik Beasley's will. But I think Zubach potentially ends at like 20 and a half. I think that's going to be closer to what the sports books have him. Um, I looked and it's not up on the sports books yet. So, uh, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Negative, my brother. Uh, super glad to have you back. Enjoyed hanging out with you. And uh, I think that's it for me this particular week. I don't think I'll see you again until the weekend. There you go. Hope everyone has a fantastic Monday. We'll be back tomorrow, Tuesday, talking more hoops. We got a in-season tournament to talk about. I know we got a lot to talk about this week for football as well, but uh, basketball here on Tuesday. Have a fantastic Monday. We'll see you again tomorrow.